Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. St. Paul writes to the Thessalonians that they should not be shaken out of their minds. They shouldn't be disturbed. They shouldn't be alarmed either by a spirit or by an oral statement or by a letter allegedly from him to the effect that the day of the Lord is at hand. Perhaps if we could put it in kind of a colloquial modern way of expressing that, he's basically saying to them, right, don't believe the rumors you're hearing, right? Don't be bothered or disturbed or upset by these things that people are saying, that people are claiming to know about. The specific context is, is the idea that was kind of bothering or disturbing some of the Thessalonians. Perhaps it was the rumor going around town that the day of the Lord was at hand, that Jesus was going to come back any moment. And and that was kind of upsetting them. It was disturbing their peace. And and St. Paul writes to them to reassure them. Don't go along with those rumors. Don't don't buy into them. Don't believe everything that you hear, even if people are claiming that it comes from him. Don't be disturbed by that. It's a really good lesson for us because we all kind of have this tendency uh, either whether it's the rumors going around town or whether it's something on the media or on the TV, we have a tendency just to kind of, without discernment, just buy into and believe what we hear. Right? And, and St. Paul wants us to be grounded right, in the truth that comes from Christ. That's where our certainty is. Right? That's what we know with absolute truth. And so we can kind of apply this in a a number of different ways, and it comes up in the scriptures in different contexts. One is the idea that, well, oh no, the end of the world, Jesus is coming back, disaster, catastrophe, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, people claiming to know the future, people claiming to know how things are going to unfold. Nobody knows that. And so we shouldn't be disturbed or alarmed uh, by different ideas or theories that Seek to kind of create fear, create worry or doubt, to not go along with those ideas or rumors that are not necessarily of God. And so we have to have a a maturity and a discernment and a peace of mind, right? As we were reminded uh, in the first reading from the letter uh, from the book of wisdom, right? That the before the Lord, the whole universe is as a grain of from a balance, right? That the Lord knows all things, that he brought all things into being, right? God knows, right? And that's where our security and peace comes from. And so we don't need to be constantly worrying about all of those things. Or another way that it comes up in the New Testament is uh, Jesus himself and and St. Paul warning us against, you know, again, kind of buying into uh, the prevailing opinion of of the day, Right? Buying into the spirit of the age, there's constantly people coming up with new theories and new ideas about this or about that, or about the, the human person, or about marriage and sexuality, or about society, or about politics, or about education. And it can be really overwhelming if we think that we have to kind of keep up with all of that and figure it out on our own. We don't. 
Because the truth of God has already been given to us. There's There's no new knowledge that we're waiting for that we need to know. God has revealed to us everything in Christ. He is the fullness and the definitive revelation of God. And so we keep our eyes fixed on him. For example, the letter to the Hebrews says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. Don't be swept along with the, the, the prevailing opinion of the day. That's different than it was a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago. Right? These ideas are, are constantly coming and going. Right? But we, we should be rooted and grounded in the truth of Christ. This is where our security lies. This is why we can look to Zacchaeus uh, as a kind of an example and a model of how uh, we can receive Christ. So Zacchaeus, uh, even though he's a tax collector somebody that uh, the Jewish people would have wanted nothing to do with. He desires to see Jesus. And he goes out of his way. He makes an effort to go see Jesus. And when the Lord comes to him and uh, desires to come into his home, Zacchaeus welcomes the Lord. He repents of his sins. He says, I'm going to give back what I've taken unjustly. I'm going to give to the poor. He repents of his greed, of his extortion, and he welcomes Jesus into his home. And the Lord says that today, right, salvation has come to this house. That's our hope and our salvation is to repent of our sins and to welcome Jesus into our home, into our heart, into our mind. This is how we can know the truth. This is how we cannot uh, be swept along. This is how we cannot give in to, uh, you know, a certain curiosity that distracts us from our responsibility that leads us away from God's will for our life. This is how we can have peace of mind in the midst of uh, the storms and turbulence of life by imitating Zacchaeus, by repenting of our sins, by welcoming Jesus into our home, by keeping our eyes fixed on him, he who is Right? The definitive and complete revelation from God. The only thing we, we need to know. The only one we need to know. Right? He who is the way, the truth, and the life.